hello, hello, and welcome back to Beside Ourselves Podcast. We are here, baby. Circle pit, dead. circle pit, circle pit. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe we are dead. We just don't realize it. We just don't ever feel anything. We want to feel something. <sighs> that's that's very true. I and mean, we've been feeling a lot of things lately. I've been feeling. Oh, yeah. I've been I'll, feeling I'll all be, the things, mainly my a balls. Lot of work, a lot of seasonal depression, a lot of shit happening in our lives. But we're here. Wow. Also, my balls. In his balls. <laughs> I don't know. And Shakuna's balls. And my balls. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that's what that's what so I've been we're feeling. Here to, we're here to talk about a little album. So I, I'm, I'm gonna admit, I'm I'm an emo kid. Are you now? Yeah. What? what? Yeah. You don't say. But I'm not saying I'm like a gatekeepy, don't care about new shit emo kid, but it is hard for me normally get into newer music unless somehow it lands right in my lap. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Same. There's this band called Movements that everyone seems to think the world of. And I never gave them a chance. They just repressed all their albums or their two albums Oh, like a month and a half ago mm-hmm. and we got him in at my store and my co-worker's like are you gonna pick him up i'm like no like why I would i do that planning on it no and she was like do you not like movements this seems right up your alley and i was like okay i'll find out about that <laughs> we'll, we'll home, see about that the album and she was completely right i loved movements i was like okay this album feels something makes me feel something yes and honestly i'm the same way they and we've encountered bands that you guys have like told me like if I, if I or asked if I liked them before, and I was like, no, and I'm like, how do you not know this band? And this is one of those bands that just kind of like, again, it was right, like right up my alley, but definitely flew around me. Um, while like when I first got into the scene, because this album I believe was 2017. Yep, 2017 um, was the first release, which is like right. I mean, right in like the middle of. Like my like scene, like like, like scene. I guess like, like, like adventure, like really, 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 really beginning. And I honestly had no idea about this. Even the name, I had no idea who they were. Like I actually and- blame my music taste evolving on not liking this band because sure around 2015 is when I stopped listening to basic scenes music only. Like I was for a while there, I was pretty strict. Like I'm only gonna listen to pop punk and hardcore and emo and this is my life. And then around 2015, I was like, I'm going to branch out and listen to classic rock, some more jazz, some more hip hop. Like my, my tree extended branches all over. And I was missing a lot of bands from the scene at this time because I was like, well, I need to focus on learning every outcast album ever made. And, and that, and honestly, that is the right thing to do because outcast is absolutely incredible. So (laughs) so, no, you, you made the right choice, sir. You made the right choice. I mean, I, I, you did, yeah, you did. Uh, for you, because for me, I didn't venture out. I I stuck in the same since two thousand four. I well, I've been on the same fucking path since two thousand four. <laughs> but, but how did you miss still, this album then, Benny? I have no idea. Like <laughs> the, even the band. So how many albums do they have? Is it, just those? They have three, three technically. Two, three, and then one that got released this year that I haven't even listened to yet. Yeah, I think it's called Ruckus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I just—it's it, one of one of those bands. That I think I've I've I found. Well, I I remember I saw like people holding this like it's one of those albums too. The on vinyl talk, or at least the emo like vinyl yeah. talk. Yeah. I would always see this like feel something, vinyl like record, on in people's like 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 hands or on, on the back shelf. It was this and is it, it's called is it Youth 
by yeah citizen. by citizen yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's yep. those two those two i i i haven't listened to that either um and both those albums are albums that i always saw in people's collections but never really knew who or who they were or what they sounded like unpopular but, opinion I I bought that album just because of TikTok, and I listened to it when I the, the second I got it. Which one? I, uh, Citizen Youth. Oh, youth. Yeah. yeah and uh, I don't like it. Hey, also I with you on you there, <clears throat> I saw it on TikTok and listened to it, and I was like, "Man, this is mediocre." And then Citizen came out with an album called Life in Your Glass World, and I think that is a far superior album, and I think it's amazing. Fair enough. I will give that one a try because now I feel like I have to sell my, my copy of Youth on Discogs because it's like but, I can't tell you the last time I listened to it the, from the first time I played it. So, Jacuna, I I was in like your same boat, but I didn't actually buy the record. I just went online and listened to it, and I was like, this should be something I'm kind of into, but mm. I wasn't. I'm like, I, I, don't, I didn't really get it. Yeah, I, I just, same. It was... I was like, okay, so this is apparently like one of the best like records ever, allegedly. Um, but it was not for me. Yeah, I it's. Like, I, I saw like every person on Vinyl Talk that that uh, that bought that record. And they're like, oh my god, it's yes. so good. And I was like, I'm like, well, they can't. I mean, like, I like the we share all the same similar musical taste. How could this be like way far out of left field? And then I bought it, I and I was like, I, I bought it literally Ooh. on blind impulse. Side note, let's yeah. see if you guys can pull it right out of your hat sure. if you can think of one. Yeah. What is the band that you have been seeing everywhere that you know you'll like but you have never tried out? Ooh. Um You want me to go first what you think? Sure, yeah, go for it. I've heard a few songs. I've loved them. I've never sat down to listen to a full album, Tame Impala. Oh wow, really? I have, I know everyone's like Currents is amazing. Currents is a great record. Is so good. Like, I know a few songs, and I really enjoy those songs, but I've never sat down and listened to a Tame Impala album. That's fair. Um, I would say Currents should be the album you should listen to because that is actually very, very good. I, I And I the- saw it at Target on sale the other day, but I was like, I'm not buying right now, even though I know I should listen to that. <laughs> I mean, it, it is very much like an it band, right? Uh, I would say maybe for me probably and like I said I I know their hits but like I I can't say listen to a full album I would say probably Foster the People would be would be mm. Torches is such a good album I've heard great things about Torches I really have and and I it's it's been one of those things where I'm like I have to get it eventually I'm sure I'll listen to it but it's like every time I like I feel like I want to sit down and listen I'm like man there's something else I want to listen to and I would just immediately just jump into that instead whatever that other thing was I mean for me it's just been that I again we've been for a long time um, mm-hmm. But I never really got into them. Um, Newfound Glory. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That 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 band's horrible. We're okay. That, I I really wouldn't recommend. No, I I don't, I, could, I can't really think of them right now. I'll, I'll ponder and if I think of one um, later on, we can circle back to that. But mm-hmm. it's a good question. And yeah. I, I, it works I, with I, this I, podcast I because this is definitely one of those bands at the same time that like I've seen a million times, and now that I finally listen to it, I'm like, okay. I see. I see the appeal. I'm not saying Movements is my new favorite band. But this is not my new favorite album, but I really, really enjoyed it, and we'll get into it. Fair enough. Well, I say let's uh, let's waste no time, gentlemen, and uh, and hop into the track listing. So we'll start off with uh, well, real quick. Oh, yeah. Just to go over, it is was debuted in 2017. Oh, we got. I'm sorry. Yeah, a little background. I didn't realize you came prepared with background information. I did. So the members of the band are Patrick Miranda, lead vocals, Ira George, lead guitar, Austin Cressy, bass guitar and rhythm guitar, and Spencer York, drums. 
Um, they have an EP before this called Outgrowing Things and an album after this is very popular also called No Good Left to Give. And again, another album that came out this year that I know nothing about. Uh, it it broke some. It didn't break far in the charts, but it did get like number two on the Billboard's top new artist chart. Okay. And peaked at 190 on the Billboard 200. That's so not, that's pretty good for a band like this. It's not too bad. Yeah. Sure. Good on them. Yeah. That's really all I got on it. Oh, oh it okay. had two singles, Colorblind and Deadly Dull. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. I, I say let's hop into the first track then on the album, gentlemen. It's called Full Circle, and let's give it. Hold on a second. Let me uh, let me get it queued up here because I am definitely professional and uh, definitely doing my job. Hang on a second. Oh, I didn't give you any timestamps. That's all right. I I listen, Dan. I did the liberty and I did the timestamps for you because I am just that You're nice. Of a guy. Wow. I'm that nice of a guy. Anyways, let's give a listen to the first track. It's called Full Circle, and uh, it goes a little something like this. So this was my first dive into the band. Like I said, I sat down and listened to the album from start to finish after being told I would like it. And they were <laughs> right. Uh, right away, I was impressed by the range of vocals, styling by Patrick. Uh, he has some soft Midwest crooning style, and then he gets very aggressive with his vocal power. Yep. And in the, like, in the chorus, he displays some beautiful poetic delivery of spoken word that reminded me of like La Dispute or Me Without You, like yeah. in a sense. Yeah, I get a little uh, of that. Song about dealing with a lot of knowing everything, or a lot, but knowing everything comes full circle. So don't like get comfortable in your sad space because things can come back around. Yeah, like uh, like karma and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, like karma, like karma. You know, like karma. Um, so I wrote down, um, and I, and you're gonna hear me say this a lot, uh, as we go through this. Uh, I said solid emo lyrics, driving baseline. I love the chorus, getting a little bit, uh, getting a little bit of an Aaron Gillespie slash Jason Gleason vibe off of these. Ooh, uh, Aaron yeah. Gillespie being from Under Oath and uh, Jason Gleason being from Further Seems Forever, but also was in other bands as well. Um, heart, uh, had to knock off a point though, due to the end uh, at the very end of the song with that all that spoken word of just like it, it just kind of like it felt like listening to Not a Surf's popular, and I just and it kind of gave me like the ick. So I, I had whoa I had, whoa whoa whoa. You don't I like you popular? No, I love that song. I just love that song. I don't like when someone try, is trying to rip it off. Uh, and that's exactly kind Ooh. of what I, what I got off of this. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got off of like the end of the song. So uh, so I had to knock off a point off of that. But uh, even though, even with that all said, it's a solid song. So I, I gave it an 8 out of 10 on that song. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, what I'm going to say here, like, I think Dan I touched on a, a lot of that. And we already kind of touched on this a little bit, so I'm gonna try and just like, speed through a lot of what I wrote. Sure. Um, but I fucking, I fucking love this song. Um, and what's interesting is that, like, like, as we kind of spoke about before, like this album, this band, um, I've heard like bits and pieces, obviously, like, like through just like 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 our circles on on, on like, online on TikTok. Sure. But but this was never like I was never gonna listen to this fully. I don't think without like, Dan actually forcing it um down us, which. But lovingly forced, but I'm actually really happy he did. It wasn't Um, forced. It was it was strongly suggested. Okay, 
we were all told. Ha! <laughs> That's an inside joke that the audience doesn't know about, but we do. <laughs> um, but the first song uh, was to me a great introduction to the album and the band. Um, again, the first time that I actually just like heard a song where it's almost in the in the all, all spoken word monologue part. I fucking loved. Um, as some of you might know, um, as the guys know, I am I am like a poet. So anything that, like, like spoken word and like poetry is, is very like attractive to me and i fucking like loved um that part it kind of reminded me of I don't, you probably have seen this um guys it's like a, it's almost like a, like a joke on tiktok where a guitarist is playing some like midwest emo like, oh yeah and, yeah, there's, yeah. And, there's, and there's some like i guess like like, like in the background it's like a music it was like a, a movie or some like tv yeah. show or like a random meme background. yeah it's a very common and, midwest joke yeah, and I kind of got that vibe, but not in like a, in a bad way. I thought I thought it was like it really, really uh, like made the song a lot better, and I I just really really enjoyed um like this first song, and I noticed that that kind of I guess I, I guess like, like layering of spoken of spoken word and and music is kind of like a, a recurring theme, um, but I and I enjoyed it every single time that it happens. So if it happened in the song. As we as we go along, you can probably tell that I, I probably loved it. Benny was a fan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Benny was a fan. There you go. And that's gonna be recurring. <laughs> uh, completely quick. Uh, quick little side note. Did you guys ever see the uh, Midwest emo version of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air? The the scene where where uh, where uh, where Phil so yeah. like. Like I'm your dad now. We're not like yeah. He's, he's not coming, but yeah, exactly. Like, Who needs him? I don't need him anymore. And like, oh, I'm like, okay, that that part that episode was already sad and depressing enough as this, and then you add a Midwest emo like guitar riff behind it. Like, okay, I didn't thanks. see that, but oh, that, it, that makes sense. I think I've seen that clip. Why does he want me anymore? Times. All right, I was like, oh Jesus Christ. Um, like if, if you weren't depressed already uh strap in it gets worse uh okay anyways we move on to track number two on this album it's called third degree let's give it a quick little listen Can I uh, can I go first on this one? Of course, baby boy. Aw, call me baby boy. Now I feel special. Um, so I uh, I thought I wrote this note especially for you, Dan, because I know obviously you used to play bass and still do to the certain. Like, I imagine you have to be very very happy and thrilled with the fact that like bass is like front and center on this song. Like it is. Yeah, I, I see the thumbs up. Um, yeah, that was the one thing I wrote in the like. Man, oh man, perfect compliment to the previous track. Bass guitar is front and center on this uh, song, but seems to complement the other instruments in the mix incredibly well. So, uh, solid chorus might be one of my favorite songs on the album so far. And oh, and and Dan's busting out the bass now all of a sudden. I actually tried to learn the bass line to this. Song, Did you really? So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it on the podcast. Oh, oh what the hell? <laughs> oh, oh man, see, you're gonna tease me like that? So, um, but yeah, that that was the one thing I was like, man, I'm like. Dan's got to be happy about this one, hearing all that bass just, like, right in your face. Right in your face. Bass in I your mean, face. See, I love this song, I don't too. even know it. I'm, I honestly, and having, like, two back-to-back songs, I was, I was pretty, 
I thought this was a pretty good sign of, of things to come. And what I learned just in the past, in these first two songs, is like movements is not only like gifted musically, but even like lyrically. I, I just love like the, their lyrics. It makes me fucking feel. Um, and does it make you feel something song, though? Oh, many things. Um, <laughs> and I, I love the chorus of the song and I'm, I'm going to quote it quickly. Cause I guess I just, it's, it could be like simple, but I just, I love, I, I just love it. And it's sure. Be my third degree, burn yourself into me, and leave my lo- leave my body charred. Um, so when you decide to leave, I can write about my scars. Oof. I also wrote those lyrics down to talk about. Oof. Like I, oh, it just it just reminds me like like even if that someone fucking like scars us or like or burns uh, burns us or leaves us like like a decrepit like like version of ourselves, like it's we can still. Like have a piece of them the whole on to even if if it's a bad piece. Um and you wanna know how I got these scars. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah, like that's my father like, was a drinker. Lyrics, like, really hit, hit home to me, huh, for sure. So I wrote I love the lyrics, but some of the I do love everything about the song for the most part, but some of the way he sings it reminds me of a North Star song. Yeah, I could hear a little bit of that. Um, and I did talk about how, of course, you called it, but Austin's bass and Spencer's drumming really stand out in the first at least six tracks. And I feel like the guitars actually take a back seat. They're dreamy. They're there, but yeah, but the bass, yeah, the bass is just like front and center, like just in your face. It's it's good stuff. Good uh, mixing, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, but the vocals, bass, and drums definitely take the lead on most of this album, in my opinion. That's all I had for this album. <laughs> right on. All right, gentlemen, uh, then we move on to track number three. We're just kind of like breezing through these. I love it. Uh, track number three on the album is called Colorblind. And let's give a quick little listen to what that sounds like. So, in similar aspects to when we did uh, God, Dangerous Summer, remember mm. how we talked about sleeping all the time? <laughs> yes. Like, this album, he talks about not just colorblind, but color in general. Like, there's songs about being mm. everything gray. And green gray. and gold. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I not against that at all. It's just kind of a recurring theme in this album. Maybe sure. Maybe should have called the album colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> they probably should have. Um, I love his screams on the last half of this chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song... It's pretty fucking dope, but I think the first two tracks are I like more. And that, I only bring that up because this was one of the singles. Yeah. Like, I feel like mm. Full Circle should have been a single or Third Degree. I would have said Full Circle should have been a leadoff single for sure on this album. And Full Circle's mm-hmm. got more plays than this song even on... Uh, currently, yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. And Daylily's not a single, the next one, and that's got way more plays too. Anyways, Actually, yeah. it's it's the most heavily I mean, played one on the album, or off the album thus far, at least according to Spotify. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so, I. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Do you want to go, Benny? Okay. Go so I. Uh, I wrote down. I'm getting some armor for sleep vibes off of this song in, yes. in particular. Uh, it's not a bad thing necessarily. Uh, because I feel it's pulled off very, very well. It's, it's like doing like an homage to a band and not necessarily just ripping them off. You know, just bluntly. Um, and like I said, in this particular instance, I feel like they they're doing it well. 
Uh, I feel like this song, though, in particular, they took an early to mid-2000s uh, emo pop band, uh, cryogenically froze them, and thawed them out about 10 years later and said, okay, now go make me a, a, another song that you just wrote 10 years ago, but act like you're a lot more mature than you were. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, like I said, pulled off flawlessly. Um in mixed well, I could not think of who they remind me of. Thank you. Yeah, that in the, this song. Yeah, yes, that, armor that for fe- sleep felt like so much like armor for sleep, and I was like, and, mm-hmm. I, and don't get me wrong, that I love no, not at all. I love armor for sleep, uh, but uh, yeah, that uh, I I feel like they they paid homage to that band quite well in this particular instance. Interesting, Benny. I think my favorite, I think my favorite part of the song um, was probably the bridge. So much like the first like song had a bit of a, like a spoken word monologue, but. With, with the instrument on in the background, but this time it was more like a, it wasn't just like speaking; it was, it was almost like screaming. So it was it was like a screaming, like like monologue, which I thought was very effective in, in just delivering like the impact of the words. Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of fun. what I got. Like it's like in terms of like in simplest terms, the song was more like, like saying it's not you, it's me, and it kind of seems like that's the message that they were kind of trying to deliver. Um, but I mean, I, don't, I, I kind of agree as well that it wasn't, it isn't like the strongest so far. Um, so it actually kind of surprises me, um, that this was the single or at least one of the singles. Cause it, I do it agree wasn't. that, yeah, it, it was, it was the only single. Uh, no, there were two singles. There were two singles. To... This and, oh, two. this and what and was deadly dull. Okay. Which is, yeah. Oh, not yet. The next song, but yeah, soon to be the next song. <laughs> But oh, I think no, that's I... a problem, not to like spoil my op- high opinion of the next song, but it's sandwiched between <laughs> Third Degree, which I think is an incredible song, and Daylily, mm. which we will get into how I think it's an incredible song. <laughs> we we to spoil it. Uh, well, how about we talk about it now then? Uh, this is I guess I guess let's check out Daylily. I don't know. Sure, why, why not? Here, here's tra- here's tra- here's track number four off the album. It's called Daylily. Let's get a listen. This one confused me because I have heard this a million times on TikTok and never looked up who it was. Really? Huh. Yeah, the it's like so many times the pink pink cloud summer thing. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen TikToks with people doing that, and I'm like, it's a cool song, but I've never been like I'm gonna go check out who this is. Who is this? Um, what else? Uh, so it's nice to know the source material finally. Uh, knowing this song was written about Patrick's girlfriend who was going through recovery of anxiety and depression and an eating mm. disorder makes it even more powerful. Oof, yeah. I didn't I didn't even know that so, was like, the case. If you like read the lyrics, it's just talking about like her having a good day mm-hmm. after like her hard tra- or hard times with like anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder all in like one time. Triple whammy right there, man. That's, that, yeah. that's not good. That's not good. Not, so not... like off me I, I finish it? Yeah, I'm done. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, Are you finished? I mean, Are you finished? So, as a, as a, hey, don't, I don't know why my voice got all high and squeaky, <laughs> but it's, uh, Are you finished? And people are gone now. So, uh, <laughs> but, um, so as I was like, see, like hearing like these like songs, like, okay, so give me an entire song about this, like, be mad about like, a relationship or about a, a girlfriend partner, which is fine. Like I think they like, 
those albums have their place. Um, but as I kind of get into this song, I realized it was not really a, about heartbreak. But as Dan kind of pointed out, um, it has had to do with like the depression and kind of forcing yourself to be kind of get out of the darkness. And I think it's like, like for, for me, I mean, it's like especially like, like we just spoke about. I think it was offline a little bit how just like seasonal depression um, and just like being in a in a funk. And I can definitely see the song being a comfort because I mean, whenever I'm in a fucking moment, like I'm I'm a fucking alone. <laughs> like right. no one, no one, no one feels this way. Like I'm like I I just have to deal with this like on my own. And this it it's again even like as I get older, like it's I, I still feel that way sometimes. And I think that this was kind of a reminder that that's not the case. Um, and it was honestly it just even though it was like super sad, it was really really beautiful. But it's so not I really, really sad it. if you read the lyrics. I mean, he sings well, it and delivers it in a sad hey. sense, but the lyrics are very uplifting. Like you have had a really hard time. I want you to go outside and feel the breeze and have a pink, you know, like just for so, the for the green side. But yeah, it's saying like oh, kind of sad sounding. <laughs> well, sad sounding exactly. So it's again, it's that's the way I kind of, I kind of. Did it make you sad, Benny? Um, a little bit. Well, it's kind of funny because I, I don't want to get too off topic here, but it's kind of funny. You know, some some like uh, like songs that we've like all love. They're really popping, upbeat, but the lyrics are fucking depressing as fuck. And there's other <laughs> la- other songs that are super like sad sounding, but they're actually uplifting, and happy. So it's it's kind of funny how like those two things kind of mirror each other. But yeah, um, Juna, yes, hi. Up. <laughs> so, uh, so this is what I wrote down that, that I thought I think uh, Dan would get a little bit of a kick out of this. I feel like the bass player must be Dane, the board engineer's daughter, because I feel like I've never heard bass guitar this front and center in pretty much any mix on any song ever. Once again, not bad, just more surprised than anything else. As it relates to the song, it compliments the album well in comparison to the last three songs thus far. Nine out of ten. Let's keep this shit going. Look at you with the ratings all really nilly. You know, I, I like it. I'm uh, sexy. I mean, that's usually how, like, when I do these album reviews, especially if it's an album that I'm not familiar with, I, like, try to, like, digest as much of the song as humanly possible, and then just, like, whatever stream of consciousness is hitting me at that moment, I'll just, I'll, sure. you know, drop it down on paper. You know, it's, you know, it's funny about this, so he, he's been doing, like, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. At the end of this album, he's going to be like, I give it a 2 <laughs> <laughs> out of 10. Solid 3. Uh, okay, <laughs> we move on to track number 5 on the album. It is called Deadly Dull, uh, and uh, let's give that a uh, tiny bit of a listen, shall we? Can I start? Of course you can. Hold right, on, wait, wait, guys... hold on. Let me, let me do this the right way. Of course you can, baby. Did <laughs> you guys research what the song's about? I no, mean, what, what is the song I, about? I can, I can guess, but I'll let you take the lead. Obviously. So one, they wanted to shed a light and actually make an important song about dementia and Alzheimer's because his Patrick's grandmother suffered from the disease, and he knows it's coming in his life, and it's actually like heartbreaking heartbreaking because it's like a lot of scenarios he's like comparing to what really happened mm. 
and it is a very sad song. I love it. I think it's beautiful. It's almost hard to listen to, though. There's a music video for this song, too. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Yeah, because I didn't see the music video, but I knew it was one of the singles. So. Yeah, yeah. So there's a music video, and it's uh, two old people uh, dancing in the dark. And then, yeah, it's, I'm not going to ruin what happens, uh, but there's 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 a moment that happens. It goes, oh, okay, well, maybe this is about uh, – I, I wrote down in my notes – that I thought it was about the idea of growing old and losing the people that you love the most. Didn't realize it was about dementia, but it's, so, but, but it's about losing someone while they're still there. Right. Yeah. 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 So scary yeah. and sad. Right. For sure. So I went, I find it very interesting because I went in a whole different direction. Oh, what no. I thought it was about. Oh no. So I thought it was about like him telling like multiple stories about an absent like father figure. Oh, um, I could see that. And, and that's like he was like worried about turning into his father, um, but obviously like that's he is not... worried about turning like it's hereditary, so he's worried well, about yes. this. So you got that right. But I just I just find it very interesting how we all kind of like found like different like meanings that are like all kind of sad, but like but yours, I mean. To mention, man, like, that's, like, that's, like, like my like my grandmother like, uh, like like had it like 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 near the end and Ugh. and it it was like I could just see like um like the the, the, the pain that not like, obviously like, it's because it mostly hurt like I mean I don't know how people feel like inside their own heads obviously um but like my like mom like bless her heart like like she was there all the time and had to like just like, just go through. You know, like just like her mo- mother, like not knowing, like who who the hell she was. Yeah. Um. And there was a time when, like, I went over there. Um. And and, and she, she she passed a number of years ago. Um. But I remember going over there, and she had no idea where I was either. Obviously, she, she I was just like some like some some handsome chap. Um. That how I came to see her. Um. So that um was I mean. I, I kind of laughed it off, but it was it was it was just it was very weird, um, because like it's like in her head she was probably like twenty five, right, um, yeah. twenty six. So it, it it just it was it was very it was very sad, and like and I definitely have like, seen it firsthand, and I and I just I can now that I know like what it's kind of about, I might have to brace myself. But when I listen to it again, um, because I, wanna... I can definitely I feel sorry, I I can definitely feel. Um, that it could hit me a lot harder than it did initially. I mean, I need to see the music video, and I feel like I'm going to cry or something. But the, the last verse, when he goes, and I'm going to just read the whole thing, and he puts this question on repeat, like, are you staying out of trouble? What's the plan? Can we go see Jima down the street? Like, he wants to go see his wife. Yep. When I saw her last time, she didn't say much of anything, but if I were there, I think would, things would be better. Then he goes, they break the news a few times a week, and every time it follows by the mm. same thing. He sits down outside and keeps quiet a while and forgets to go to sleep. Yep. Like, oh. fuck. Like, yep. you have to re- tell him every day that, like, He's go his to bed. wife passed away or yep. whatever the scenario is. Like, yep. Oh, yeah, man. This I, song is fucking heartbreaking, and I love it. I'm tell- I mean, I hate it, but I love it. I'm <laughs> telling you, man, if, if I ever fall, like, victim to senility, like, massive senility to the point, like, where I don't remember anything about, like, my my past life or anything like that or dementia or something like that just please take me out back and just shoot me like old yeller style please just like just it's your it's family so will do that because they love you and that's the no dude just just let me go i if if i do not remember like my my past or my my family or anything like that like just 
just get me out of there. Get me out of that situation, please. You're, you're doing me a like, favor at that point. That's it's so fucking tragic, and it's, it is. Yeah, the mind like, is a, fucking, the mind is a motherfucker. I'm telling you, when it, like, when it, when it goes yeah. bad, like and and I don't want to like. I can speak for hours about, about this, but sure. Like, like so, like and my my grandparents on the other side. Like luckily, like they like my, my grandfather. Like he, he was like pretty good up until like ninety, like like, like ninety one, ninety two, mm-hmm. and then he started talking about his horses and and going out to the barn and having and help helping him. He wanted me to help him escape <laughs> from like from from the hospital. Uh, which at the time, what? in in the moment, I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> right? But I'm like, Grandpa, keep your socks on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but my grandmother, like on my dad's side, like um, so that um, so his, so his like his his husband, um, like he, like sorry, her, so her, his wife, sorry, mm. um, like she, like she was like pretty with it, right until the end, um, well, that's which. Good, was like a, a blessing, um, like for, for sure. But it's that's one of the scariest things about old age to, to me is is a uh, is not remembering. Totally. Um, yeah. um That and was. I don't wanna, and I don't want to like, like ever forget you guys. So. Aww. 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 <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, I, let's I, move on. Okay. Let's get more. Oh no. I, it's fine. We can go on. Uh, no, wait. No, no, no. Sorry, right. Benny. Just you know, spills his guts out, and we'll just move on to the next song. It's fine. Please, no, no, no. I want your guts. I want your guts. <laughs> Ew. Ew. I want to swim in your guts. Let's fucking do it. Let's Ew. Go ahead. Ew. No. Um, we're, doing, we're going just, this album fast, anyways. <laughs> just to, just to add an addendum onto that, like uh, my grandmother was exactly the same way. She, uh, thankfully, like Alzheimer's isn't like running my family bloodline, uh, but she suffered like a massive stroke, uh, like before she passed, and. Uh, they found her in time enough to like get her back to like being like I wouldn't say like her complete self by any means because she couldn't like talk but she mm-hmm. could like non verbally communicate and um, that was one of those things where just like I could I um, like we could point to shapes and like who uh, people were in pictures and stuff like that and she could like smile and like acknowledge like oh that person is this person or like um, or she could, or we could like hey hold up uh, amount of fingers who do you think this is is it this is one for this person and one for the other person and she'd always give the correct answer like nine times out of ten so it's like at least it's like there was still a person in there but man it, sure. it, it, it was tough to see like just like that person like not be the the same person as you remember them as so yeah I don't know yeah, yeah. and I'm telling you man oh, old age is a bitch can we can we just yeah. all like not like get old can we can we just like stay this age forever I'm cool with that. Yeah. All right. Science cool. We'll get there. Sweet. All right. <laughs> Just let's let's get uh, let's do this like Demolition Man style. Get like cryogenically frozen and uh... <laughs> cryogenically frozen. That's, that's that's right. We'll get cryogenically frozen and then we'll get to eat at Taco Bell every single day because it will be the only restaurant that exists. Wait. Yes. Have wait. Have you seen Demolition Man, Benny? I'm not. <gasps> oh, we need to fix that, Dan. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like when you do movie night, we need to watch Demolition Man. Oh, how about when we do like the uh, our vinyl swap? Ooh, right. wait, we'll do, 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 do you have Demolition Man on uh, DVD over there? I will get it. I'll find yes. a way. I'm sure you can find it online too. If you well, yeah, yeah, we can probably find some streaming. It's streaming somewhere. Yes, we need to watch Demolition Man because holy shit, oh, it night. is. It's cringe as fuck, but it is so good. It is I'll so make grim. the hot cocoa and popcorn, it and is, we'll all cuddle up. Oh, it is so. Good. Hey Phoenix, heads up! Oh, sorry. Oh, don't ruin anything. Don't ruin anything. I don't want. Yeah, I didn't. You don't know what that means. No, I will. I mean, later, way later. 
Anyways, uh, let's move. Let's move on to the three seashells. Uh, track number seven <laughs> on the album. How do you use them? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Ask Rob Schneider. Uh, we move. We move. We move on to track number seven. The song is called "Suffer Through." No, we said track six. Fever oh, dream. See, I'm sorry. My apologies. Yeah, track Fever six. Dream. My bad. I'm I'm an asshole. Track six. Fever Dream. Let's give that one a quick little listen right about now. I'm holding desperately till it's left of me before I fall apart. Searching for any. Uh, can I go first? Yeah. Sweet. Sure. All right. Perfect. Um, this is where I feel the album starts to take a bit of a nosedive. Um, the song itself isn't horrible by any means, but I feel that's just misplaced in the track listing. I feel like this could have been like easily placed at the end of the album and probably would have had more of a solid finish to it. But placing this kind of like dead center, I don't know. It, it just feels kind of wrong and uh and and also there's like there's there's really nothing to it just kind of it's kind of meh it's 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 average middle of the road meh okay i want to counter that okay by all means i do agree the song is kind of meh however the first time i heard it i had just laid there listening to deadly dull reading the lyrics and then i listened to this song and i still cried Fair. Okay. I, I, I could see when how I was the... just going back through the album, listening to songs on random. When this came on, it meant nothing to me. <laughs> so this beautiful, sad, it's like a, it's a filler song. Let's be honest. It it's is. Like a it totally midpoint is. break, but following deadly or yeah, deadly dull. It is terrifyingly sad because you're already in this headspace of like, mm. fuck. Sure. I can, I, I can see where you're coming own, from with that. It, yeah. On its own. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, like I said, it's it just it's average, and that's and that's I mean not, that's not bad. Everyone's everyone's entitled to an average song on on their albums. It's an acoustic song about falling apart, and since the last song made me fall apart, it affected me more right away. So. <laughs> Fair enough. I do agree. I don't really have much to say about the song other than like I love acoustic jams, um, and I think it, like this like album like it's it probably was due one because I mean like, I I would be surprised if there wasn't like an acoustic. Like, like jam, like slow song mm-hmm. um, on some, even though you could consider a lot of the, the, the songs slow, quote unquote. Sure. Um, but I did, I did like it. I mean, I, I love acoustic stuff. So, I mean, I definitely like, like really felt it, but I actually agree with Dan that I could be just thinking that because of the kind of roller coaster that I got off of from the Deadly Doll, and I'm already kind of sad and sad and depressed and then they hit me with acoustic jams i'm like oh. aren't we all kind of sad and depressed though so i mean again it's it's not my favorite song but i don't think it's a bad song and i think it was maybe placed after deadly deadly doll for that reason uh maybe like their purpose was to like just make you like more sad um and just drive you um to 
the next song that you can go ahead and suffer through. Okay. So. Fair, fair enough. I see what you did there, crazy kid. Uh, track number seven, Suffer Through. Let's give that one a quick little listen. Can I go first? Of course you can. Oh. Okay. So, I have a love-hate relationship with this song. Mm. I love the using home as a metaphor for depression. Classic. Yep. I really love the verses. I think the verses are incredible. My knees are the foundation. My skin is crumbling walls. The fire between my blood and the cold and weak are small. But I think the choruses, though sung awesome, are weak. Like the lyrics he uses. I mean, they sung really cool. But... What he's saying is not affecting me like the verses are affecting me. Um, I do think his vocal delivery on the chorus just feels perfect. This might be one of my favorite mix songs because everyone is standing out and tall. Yeah, I, I get, it's a, it's a like very, a very solid mix in terms of the, whoever the engineer was on this album. Like, kudos mm-hmm. to them. Like, they knew, they understood the assignment. Uh, and, yes. And, and good on them for that one. Um, Although I will say I feel like this is another one of those songs that just feels kind of bland and formulaic. It's it's there's there's not there's not a whole lot to it. Dare I say it, I think I had to suffer through listening to it. Ah. Um the only thing that saves this song at all is the chorus, and unfortunately that's not really saying a whole heck of a lot. Uh so yeah, opposite opinion. Um, but still arriving at the same conclusion. It's it's fine. It just like it, it it feels like this album's already very. I mean, there's and don't get me wrong. There are some definitely some saving graces here. Um, sure, but uh, it feels like the album is very very front loaded with a lot of really really good solid tracks. And I feel like track six. I think Fever Dream was like that moment where they go, okay, that's about as much energy we got left in this car. Uh, time to start putting the brakes on just a little bit. And yeah, and I feel like this is just them easing back onto that clutch. It, it's like, it's, it's fine. It, it just, it's not setting the world on fire for me. I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, for okay. me, I mean, mostly what I wrote down is kind of what Dan wrote down. Um, I like to use metaphors. Um, and I, I, I enjoyed like the, just the whole like song sitting around like with the home and building a home and, Mm-hmm. And as as been for 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 your mind and everything, and I think a good majority of us can relate to like just even just putting on a strong face and but inside like not really being strong at all. Um, and I feel like that was like what I got from the song. But again, it's I I, I actually I forget what the chorus was. Could you like read like this lackluster yeah. chorus that you guys are talking about? Because I, I I'm, lackluster is a mean word. It's just talking about like you want to move now. Let's go ahead. I think I'll suffocate instead. A change of scenery won't tame the endless earthquakes in my head. In my head. There, it's all my oh, head. That's not bad. bad. It's just, I feel like the metaphors they were using, I would have done something more about your home situation or mm. depression. I don't know. I just, I I love the verses. It was hard for me to get into the choruses. Gotcha. Okay. Happens. Cool. Happens sometimes. 
All right, uh, gents, we move on to track number eight on this album. It is called Deep Red. Let's give that one a listeroony. If that's a word. Yeah, sure it is. Anyways, here we go. Okay, can I can I go can I go first this time? Oh, Benny, you want to go? You want to go first? I mean, just, if you don't mind, you can take it. I'm, I'm like, you seem very passionate. No, 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 no. You you can go. You can go first. Go ahead. So my mine is quick. Um, so right out of the gate, I thought this was gonna be like a like a, a, a little shift in tone, maybe at least lyrically for the album. Um, maybe a turning point into a place of happy and love and. And everything is great, um, but as with life, you know, um, that isn't really the case. Um, and wow. um, it just seems like, and it just seemed that like this like song, the total story of just like not being able um, to like, be happy, um, and even though that like everything like might be kind of going his way, there's always gonna be that uncertainty, um, and I think that it's like that kind of like like plagued like the. I guess like the like the, the narrator or or, or the uh, like the person who he's who's speaking about. Yeah. Um. But which is which is to say, all that I can definitely relate to. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally relate. Um. I. So you you did a little bit more of a deep dive into lyrics. I just wrote some kind of a joke. Uh. I said I don't remember specifically if this was this song or not, but I distinctly recall hearing them say the phrase "feel something" a bunch of times in different songs towards the back half of this album. It's almost as if to say, "Hey guys, in case you forgot the name of our album, it's called um, Feel Something." Yeah. Roll credits. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's ultimately like, this isn't like a, a horrible song, but this is, this is definitely an improvement, uh, over suffer through as far as I'm concerned. Uh, sure. but, uh, it's still, it's, it just, it's not grabbing me the same way that like the first five tracks on this album did. Like I, there are just, there's so much good stuff to pull from. Like, I feel like, can we go back and talk about the last, the first five songs over and over again? Because that is just like. That is where they're in their wheelhouse, and just everything is just firing on all cylinders. And this is just like, this is fine. It's just maybe it's maybe it's fatigue from the the first five songs, but like I'm I'm just not like getting like the the right. I, I guess maybe I'm just not in the right headspace for for listening to this track. Daniel, um, can you play the beginning of the song? Uh, I can if you'd like. Yes. Uh, yes. hold on, hold on a second. Stand by, and here you go. Oh, of course. Yeah, you're going to talk about the bass line. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking chunky, beautiful tone bass line. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's very... Like, very, I think the baby. song's fine, but that bass line... Mm, very chunky. My baby. Bottom half. <laughs> Ma- makes my nether regions feel good. That's right. You start the song with a sexy bass solo. You do that. <laughs> oh, God. You yeah. make me... You oh, make it nasty. Drop it down to E flat oh. for me. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I, lo- I love that baseline. <laughs> song was pretty good, but yeah, baseline yeah. is all I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Baseline, the end. 
All right, we move on to track number nine, guys. It's called Under the Gun. Let's give that a tiny. Under the Under the Gun. Under the Gun. the energy on this song but i'm not mm, sure okay. if it's the lyrics or the later in the album fatigue but this song is so forgettable to me i listen to this album a lot and i forget this out this song's on here and it's not a bad song it's got right. all the right keys that i should like but it's all the right notes yeah i don't know it just slips my memory a lot and like i said it's not a bad song at all but it's it's one that i really couldn't find much to talk about on yeah i hear you uh i I'm kind of the same mindset I wrote. I feel like things are starting to pick up in the right direction here, but God, does that spoken word screamo at the start of this song is just downright painful. Well, that's the part I like the most. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I want to tell the lead singer that they are not under oath and should most, and, uh, should most likely stop trying to pretend that they are. Uh, that said, I think the chorus of the song is okay. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. So as I said before, well, it's one of mine actually. <laughs> Well, because I I, it, has, it, has, it, has, it has everything that I would probably want um, in a song like this. Um, and so that's all I really had is that like, I, I really enjoyed the song. It's, it's one of my favorites. Honestly. Really? Interesting. Um, yeah. I, it, it is interesting. It is. It's not, my, it's not like my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. Um, and as I was saying before, I, I, I thought like the last song, the guy was like, like he was kind of changing in tone, um, but obviously you forget what I said because this guy's obviously going through some shit. Oh yeah, um, like some oh yeah, some serious fucking shit, um, and this seems like because so back back in the day I used to like whenever I would have like a bad breakup or any breakup in general, um, I would always gravitate towards like screamy, like. Like fuck her kind of songs. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I was, I was like, and, and again, it, it was probably, it was definitely my fault that it, it probably ended. But like, in the moment, you don't think that way. Um, but well, look at you taking emotional be... responsibility for your actions. Nice work, honey. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, any of my um, exes listening, it's <laughs> it's it wasn't you. It was definitely me this time around. I'm I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> it was not you. It was definitely me um but it just seems like this type of song that if, if i was a like, younger and going through like a breakup this is something that i probably would like throw on like one okay so this is like, another like pivot um but one band that i always like went to was alisana um and there was one song i think it was called like the the the, uh, the conversation is over um and there's a couple other ones too but I remember just, just like, throwing that on, just like just like moshing in my in my fucking car, and just like, trying to trying to forget what just happened to me. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it definitely is. It kind of brings me back to like that um, time in my life. Nice. And Dan is about to serenade us with uh, some baseline. Yeah. 
When I was talking about Alessana, I thought you were like, got excited and what the, what, the, what the play me. I'm fucking like, like Alessana baseline. I'm like, oh, oh so shit. Crazy. I was hoping you're playing me chick magnet, but that I mean, either or. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan, do you have any comments on, on this track in particular? I did already. Okay, good. Fantastic. We move on to track number 10, then. Uh, this is called <laughs> Submerge. Cut it. And it's over. Uh, let's give it a listen. Here you So Benny just yawns, like well, so emotionally I. about how he hated this song. All right, whatever. <laughs> I think this is a mute, moody, beautiful song about battling depression alone at nights and not being able to sleep because of it. I've had plenty of nights like this, so I felt a little bit more of a connection to it because when I do have anxiety, I stay up until four in the morning, just laying in the dark thinking about things. Uh huh. Mm. Um, I do think the placement of this song makes it a little less like you're already kind of tired of the album. Yeah, and they put like this beautiful slow song towards the end, and you're like, yeah. But I do think it's a beautiful song. It's not like my favorite on the album, but I think if it was earlier in the album, it might be more connecting. Yeah, I agree. I feel like if you would have put this right after "Deadly Dull" and or "Fever Dream," I feel like this might have been a better placement for it for sure. And I was kind of half kidding um, about you. You hated it, but I did too. Don't worry. But no, I just uh, again, I think this is the first song I've heard. I heard from the band like, like that's like, apart from this like, album, like deep dive. I, it it was really familiar, so I, I think I might have heard this previously. And again, it's not like a knock like on the song. Like it's it's good. It just it's it's it's. I have to be in a, I have to be in a certain mood mm. to really listen like to like this song in particular. And I don't know why. It just I didn't. I wasn't really feeling it in the moment that I was listening to the song and it kind of like metaphorically kind of put me to sleep a little bit. So I, I, I it's, it's not bad, but it was not my favorite. Um, and that's all I really have to say about that. Yeah. I, I, the one thing I wrote is maybe I'm wasting my time. Listen to the, to this song, a uh, boring contrived chorus, which just feels like out of place on this track listing. <laughs> Truthfully also it's... out of place on this album as a whole. Just, I wish you could see Dan's face. <laughs> it's so beautiful, but he's so shocked at what he just heard. It, but it is. There's, there's not. There's not much. There's not much to it. It's just. It's. It's kind of like every other emo track I've heard of, like from this time period. The only difference is like there's a little bit more screaming involved, and it's kind of like, all right, good and on good on you guys. I, do I guess. agree that the placement could have been better because yes near the end like, um, I, it, it, it just, i feel like it's where right now i just uh, it, it seems like it's it, probably in in the middle maybe or, or close to the, to the top i don't know what i, don't, I, I don't would know, say close to the top yeah, at the at the end though like it's i would definitely I, I would definitely would put this in the middle uh and i feel like yeah. that would have been a lot better but anyways uh gentlemen believe it or not we are towards the final 
we're at, we're at the final song on the album. Wow. We actually remember how to do this. <laughs> yeah, I could you believe it? I know how to count. Uh here we go. This is track <laughs> eleven on the album, a final song called The Gray. Not to be confused with Christian Gray. No? 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 Okay. Fair enough. Here you go. I think this is an amazing song. I love this song. It... Wow, Benny, are you mocking me? No, I love the Muppet. I'm not a fucking Muppet, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came out. I'm sorry. It just came out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wow. Wow, wow Benny. You're... <laughs> Benny's off the podcast, you guys. Plug your plug your, plug your socials while you still can, Benny. Disturbing, Benny. <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry it describes my, my fight with seasonal depression pretty on point the shortening of the days the dark that seems to grip you know I, mm-hmm. I felt so gray and out of place i mean it's pretty on the nose and i feel like if i would have heard this song in the middle of summer i've been like oh okay yeah, but fun. with everything going on with like time change and how cold and shitty and dark out it is this song hit differently, man. And I would say I think it's fucking great. I think it's fucking great too. It's I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Friend. I'm happy it kind of took a turn, like into a better direction. Because after like after submerge, I, I know Dan loves submerge, um, but I I was a little bit worried that it was going to end on like. I got poor notes, um, but I'm happy I was wrong. Um, it didn't feel that way. Um, the feeling in the song, and quite frankly, the, the feeling throughout the album is just the feeling of this, to me, just despair and hopelessness and just mm-hmm. trying to get my life together to find happiness and and not really seeing any result, but like, but so trying um, and just find finding like, like some kind of, kind of grace where you are. Um, and that's kind of, it's overall, I think it's like what I kind of found over it. I'm, I think there's like um, comfort, you know, um, in the sure. quiet, um, like solitude and rainy days. Um, I got my sadness, you know, um, to a science. Um, all I can do is hope for change, you know. So it's a. Benny, you're a poet. That's a fucking lyric. So. <laughs> <Good on you. laughs> um, but that's, that's like dark and just fucking real, and, and that's like my like, favorite favorite lyric of. Like, of the song and and it just it, it brings back like the whole like monologue type of delivery um which again is f- fucking great and the poet in me feels that so much so oh well uh gentlemen that is that concludes the... no you didn't give your opinion oh you, you really want uh... i do i know you're not gonna like it <laughs> yeah you're not gonna like my opinion on this one uh i said ah there's the feel something again uh great good good to know that we know the name of the album now uh, ultimately, not a horrible end of the album, but I still think it would be better served placed towards the middle of the track list. Also, I know Benny loves spoken word poetry, but anytime I hear any music artists do this, I immediately dry heave a tiny bit. Five out of ten. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. I, I said it. 
So I didn't think Dan, his opinion was that bad until I said he dry heaves <laughs> the spoken word. You dry so wow. So you would never come to one of, one of my spoken word events. Of course I would because because I it in the corner. No, of course I would yeah, okay. because I, he I would love come, but he would dry heave. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I can do both at the same time. He would be oh, it's uh, a sexual thing. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's about something. Like when like you. No, but I, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would show up to your your show because I love you and I and I would support you. Uh, that said, I don't know if like I'd be super thrilled in 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 terms of like having to listen to <laughs> to to random people random people's poetry uh, aside from yours, of course, because yours is probably amazing. It is. Wow. So there you go. See, if, I mean, if, so that and if Dan guys. if Dan vouches for it, then I would as well. Uh, I mean, that's have a poetry page if you want to call it. I, well, I, you can you can plug it uh, in your socials. Oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. There you go. Uh, so uh, I guess let's do uh, the rounds here. Uh, overall rating scores, uh, Dan. What would you give this album out of ten? I don't think it's a perfect album. I did really really enjoy it. I would give it an eight out of ten. Okay, I feel like I feel like that's fair. Hey, uh, Benny, what would you rate this? I I'm on par, Dan. I'm eight as well. And I am going to take it one number down, uh, mainly because I feel like there are songs on this album that are just kind of subpar, especially once we get towards the back half of the album. But uh, I give this one a seven out of ten, which I, I feel I feel like that's a I fair. I think seven you is good, man. I mean, no, I feel like I've rated albums a, a hell of a lot higher than that in the past. I, I feel like seven's actually pretty low for me, but still. Uh, but even though I, I think that, uh, I mean, in comparison to other albums that we read in the past, yeah, you might be right. Mm-hmm. might be like an average score for me. Anyhow, um, that being said, hey, hey Dan, where can I uh, find you on the on the internets? You can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost. Nice. Anywhere you feel something online. Ha. Anywhere. 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 Uh, Anywhere. Ben, <laughs> Benny, where can we find you on the internet? Um, Benny, I'm Anawax across all those socials. Um, if you want to dry heave, um, I got just a place for you. Awesome. Um, if you go on Instagram, uh-huh. um, Benny Alexander Poetry, um, the majority of my content is just like written, uh, like black and white, uh, like photos of my of my poems. Yeah. Um, there's a couple like videos in there if that would tickle your fancy, or if you want to throw up, you know. Um, like, <laughs> Go go hang with Shakuna. Listen, um, you both can dry heave. Just because I'm gonna dry heave doesn't mean I'm going to expel <laughs> vomit. It's just it's a dry heave. It's a but yes, <sighs> I, I it's funny. I uh, just to, to kind of like just pivot again. Cause I've been pivoting all fucking night. Uh, is that I for a while like poetry was like my creative outlet, mm-hmm. and to be honest, like this has become like my creative outlet, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, but most of my energy, like creatively, um, goes into like this, um, and speaking with you guys, um, then it, it has been, um, really putting, going to that part of my art. And I do want to try and put like love into both things. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about like, uh, like like, none of, none of spoons. Um, I kind of feel like it's, that's kind of like this, how I kind of feeling lately, especially over the past like, year. So I was like, I can only put so many spoons in 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 one area at a time. So I might try and spread the love a little bit. There but, you go. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to hear like see a bunch of my old shit, Benny Alexander poetry 
is is where to find it. Um, and uh, I used to do it on, t- on TikTok too every once in a while, but I got rid of that. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, make sure you go check that out. Uh, you can find me uh, on the internet at the Big Chicken or pretty much anywhere else you find social medias and whatnot. Uh, trying to get back more into TikToks again, so so stay tuned for that. That, that that'll happen once my <laughs> once my basement gets fixed after all the damage that Michigan weather has done to it. <sighs> th- th- thanks, thanks. Living on a high water table. Anyways, uh, also uh, if if you're interested, uh, you can go to our website uh, for the podcast. It is www.bsideourselves.com, where you can find all of our merch, our playlists, uh, t-shirts, where, t-shirts. Please buy a t-shirt. Please. I, I really want to put my kids through college. Um, <laughs> your non-existent children through college. Yes, yeah, good, great. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> Please go buy a T-shirt. Maybe Dan will design another shirt for us. That way we can have two designs instead of one this time. I just designed one right now. Ooh. I wanted to make an emo puppet on the cover of this next podcast episode. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. I fucking uh, love it. I, oh, my I, God. It's hilarious. It's going to be great. Uh, anyways. Like <laughs> <laughs> you up it? Yes. Do it. Once again, that's our website. It's bsideourselves.com. Go check it out. Uh, and, uh, you know, tell us what you thought about this episode or any other episodes of the past. And, or maybe suggest stuff that you want us to, uh, albums you want us to review or uh, other things. I don't know. Who knows? That we all should this... do. We should probably ask, like, also ask, like, on our socials too. Yeah. Um, if I think we did it once or twice, I remember, but yeah, didn't really, like, uh, continue on doing it um so yeah if you as you said if you want to like like throw us a message or, or comment on one, one, of, one of our posts or like or send us a dm slide in those dms slide, know what you wow. think. slide in my dms baby you can do Not it my dms our dms our collective dms no just specifically mine just specifically mine that's so Shakuna's looking. Good. I don't know where to go from there. I don't. I neither. Uh, well, I can tell you what we can do, Dan. What what can, what can you? Uh, the, what can we do now? It, Is it, it time it, to flip the record over? Is that what you're getting at? Should that, I say it? That, uh, it's time to flip the record over. As I say, I'm like, I need a segue there. My goodness. Yeah. Let's let's flip the record over. Ha! <laughs>